about reminding you to find yourself. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. The Jungian self. I like it. <laughs> Jungian self, that is, yeah. Or, sorry, Jungian self? I don't know. Yeah, Jungian. I, Jung, Jung, yeah, Jungian. Jungian. I think I've heard Jung. most people say Jungian. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jung, Jun, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's perfect. Okay, so whenever you're All ready, right. go ahead and do that. All right. This is Amber Tariq from embertariq.com, and you're listening to Broom Broom Weir with Jeff Smith reminding you to find yourself. And not bigger shoes. <laughs> that was perfect. Okay, I'm going to hit stop. I'll be right back. Okay. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Joe Baines, thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Veer and welcome to the show. How's it going? Oh, great, great. Um, I'm enjoying the uh, the sunshine we've got. We've been having a few days of sun here. Really good sun. That's so weird that's for really yeah, England. Yeah, good. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's that's why we. That's why we comment on it because it's a bit right. weird. It doesn't happen all that often. Uh, I yeah. lived in England for a while, so I know what you mean. So, okay, you are Joe Baines and you're at joebaines.com and you're, a, a, let's see, health coach, biohacker, and stand up yeah. comedian is your day job. So that's pretty cool. Um, so, talk a little bit about what you're most excited about in your business and life today. Well, at the moment, I'm focusing a lot on the biohacking, the health coaching. Um, Good for you. So I'm creating, so I'm creating a lot of uh, programs around that, um, like online programs and also workshops. Cool. So I'm, so I'm learning a lot of digital marketing. Um, right. To, pr to promote those, to market them, to, to advertise them. Yeah. So, um, so I'm doing that, a lot of that at the moment. You're actually um, doing that at the moment, right? You were exactly as we doing speak. that as we um, speak, correct? Yeah, couldn't be more yes. appropriate, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my my stand-up comedy since lockdown took a bit of a back burner. I bet. Um, yeah. Because all the comedy got shut down. Sure. For like for like over a year, mm. and so I focused on other things. So now the comedy's come back. I'm doing a little bit of comedy. I'm going to do some tonight. Oh, good for uh, you. But, but not much. I've only got one club in London at the moment. I'm okay. trying to find set up a couple of more clubs. Okay. Um, and biohacking, well, I've, I've been biohacking for like 10 years. Yeah. Uh, biohacking is just, it's, I think it's more of an attitude sure. and a mindset rather than anything else. Yeah. Um, it's just always looking at, well, how can I move this, make this better? How can I improve this? How can I optimize this? Do you know, it's, it's more a mindset than um, anything. Because all the best biohacks are free. For sure. Uh, they, they just require time and time and knowledge. Time and uh, um, effort, knowledge. Yes. yes, yes, that's it, an effort. And the knowledge but, is but, pretty much free, but... Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah. Or you might need so, to buy a yeah, book but, or do a 
a workshop or take a course. Yeah, that's yeah. it. But the information is, we've got so much information. It's just finding it. Right. And, and looking for it, you know, like um, if somebody wanted to learn about like fasting, if like, I come across a lot of, I do a lot of fasting. Okay. And, and I come across a lot of people. And as soon as I say, Oh, I don't, I only eat one meal a day. They're like, Oh my God, you're going to die. <laughs> so, you know, you, you know, like that is, that is the comments I get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I get yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, you're going to, you know, like you're going to wither away. You're going to get muscle wastage, all kinds of stuff. Right. And, um, none of that actually happens, but no, do you know, like people, I mean, the longest fast I've done is 21 days. Wow. Um, that's amazing. 21 is 21 days is pretty good. That's, um, that's, that's some serious fasting. Uh, well, yeah. we'll have to get into that, how you felt doing yep. that. Cause that, that, that'll be fun. So remind yeah. me, don't let, don't let that sneak away. I want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. So, okay. Let's, let's go back in time. Cause this is vroom, vroom veer. So we have to talk about your life before you were, you know, feeling good and healthy and telling people how they might be able to do that too. So before this, like, let's start with, like, where did you grow up in the world? Did you grow up somewhere in the UK, in London? So I, I'm, I was born in India. I'm actually okay. from wow. uh, Jalandhar, which is, um, Jalandhar is on the border between India and Pakistan. Okay. So it's where the fighting is. So there's a lot of, um, like, it's almost like World War Three uh, about to start there if, you know, anything goes wrong. Okay. Um, Wow, because they've got two large armies, one on one side of the border, the other on the other side of the border, okay. and the only thing keeping peace between them is the border. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. So, so I grew up. So I grew up there, and the first ten years of my life was there. Um, and scary. then my parents, then then my pa- yeah yeah then my parents moved to the UK, and put me through learning English, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it took me about, I'd say five years to learn English. Okay. Um, English is a really hard language to learn. It is. Just like, it yeah. is. Totally. Because so yeah. many inconsistencies in it, do you know, yeah. like you just, you, you just know it or you don't, do you know? Yes. Um, yeah. See, my wife and, is from Japan, so I, I get this all the time. Like I know people look at Japanese and go like, how can you possibly learn that? Right. And it's like, well. Yeah, okay, there's the funny-looking letters. But when they make a rule, they stick to it. Because they, yes, they, yeah. they don't have all these, like, like, what we, like English is sort of like a goulash of languages. <laughs> mm, it's right? Got it's, a lot, it's got a lot of slang in it. It's yeah. got a lot of slang, but everybody puts their own little generative twist uh, you know, yeah. you've got to know a little bit about French. Like, why are all these E's and I's around? And why aren't English people, you know, pronouncing anything Frenchly? You can learn so much about, like, <laughs> world history just by looking at language and how people speak mm. it, where they are, you know? Like, uh, yeah. I, when I lived in England for three years and I was watching English TV, I, I was like, why do English people say garage? instead of garage and you know this english guy said well we don't want to say anything frenchly <laughs> and i was like Wait, what? <laughs> and there was yeah, a that's... whole story behind that about like you know ancient wars and fingers and like you know 
bowmen and archers. I'm like, what? You know, it was just so, yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when I first came over, uh, I spent many years just learning English. And one of the things I learned quite quickly was that being an immigrant is not in my favor. Being, um, right. being a foreigner, in, especially in, I grew up in the 1980s in the UK. And uh, okay. so, so I learned quite quickly that I didn't want to be a foreigner in this country. So one of the things I did consciously uh, when I was uh, six, 15, 16, 17 is I made myself as British as possible. Okay. Um, gotcha. So, so the accent that you're getting is uh, is all um, manufactured. Right. I you worked on that really lot, hard. Yes. Yes. Very hard. Yeah. <laughs> I I still remember all the exercises I would have to do. It was a lot. Right. Um, but I consciously, methodically learned English in an English way. Right. Uh, I watched all the English um, programs so that I could understand the English humor. Mm. Um, I read all the English books like Charles Dickens and all that kind of stuff so <laughs> right. that I could understand what it was to be to be English. Okay. And then I had elocution lessons. I listened to Radio 4 24-7. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, what's an what's a elocution? Is that like elocution? Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's like learning to speak English in an English way. Huh. So not with an Indian accent. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a great what? word. I thought you were All electrocuted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> elocution. So it's like a, a, a like, like a, a. Let me see if I can give you another example. Sort of like a accent reduction would be a a, yes. a bad way of saying or, that, right? Or right. or or. or <laughs> Picking up a Pacific accent, so my goal was yeah, to yeah, pick up the standard British accent. Okay, and in those days, especially in the eighties and nineties, one of the things they did have was that on the BBC Four, mm-hmm. all the, they all just used standard English. Right. So if you wanted to learn standard English, you would just have the Radio Four in the background all the time. Okay. So so I used to have Radio Four playing in the background all the time. You know, like literally, yeah, yeah, 24 yeah. 7. So, so that way it's modeling unconsciously almost. You're, yes, that's, that's so how even I an, say that you're immersing yeah. your your subconscious brain into no, no, don't say it like yeah. that, say it like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I, I used to listen to it while sleeping as well. You know, like the radio wow. would be on in my in my room 24 7. Okay. It'd just be on all the time. So yeah. that in the background I was always hearing English and I would and I would seek out um consciously English friends who spoke proper English. Right. Um so all my friends when I was younger were all spoke English mm. perfectly. Um because that's the group I wanted to be in. So it was and I read the entire uh, Charles Dickens. Yeah, I don't know if you heard of Charles Dickens. But I've heard of him. Yes. He, he he wrote a lot of books, and yeah. so I I read all of these books loudly and slowly, and you know all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Wow. So that I can master so just the so you can fit in, right? Yes, that is it. like and a huge thing for kids. Yeah, especially when yeah, you're like yeah, yeah. ten, between ten and fifteen, yeah. and uh, yes, and yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to be that that guy, right? Which, yes, in, in a way, is kind of sad. <laughs> but, 
but I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it paid off dividends. Of course. Um, it, yeah. um, You're it, not going it back got, to Indian, India anytime soon. Like, no, I've been, I've been to India. I'm, right. I go to India. I, I love India because, you know, yoga, meditation, right. Eastern philosophies is all right. there in India. Right. Right. Um, but it's not a place I, I would want to go and live in at the moment. Right. No, it's, um, it's like yeah. earth is a great place. I, I wouldn't want to live there kind of idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately we do. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's not, yeah. it's not unfortunate. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to be funny because you're a comedian. So. All oh, right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's no, but I mean, I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've wandered around India and the poor are poor, like insanely poor. So I know. Yeah. I'm like, but they're hackers no though. They're hackers. Yes. Yes. They're they extreme. They well, people in poverty can do anything. Yes. You know, that, that's because what I, I've noticed. It's like they'll just go, oh, you need power? Oh, yeah. Go call, you know, what's his name? He'll, he'll grab you a wire. He'll probably electrocute yeah. himself eight times, but you'll get power. And they just exactly. steal it from somewhere else, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But they're very, um, uh, what's the word? Innovative. Yes. Because survival is important. Right. And there's not yeah. a whole lot of code inspectors around there, probably. No. Right. no there isn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's so that's where I come from, uh, India. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So you grow up, and around 15, you're starting to sound like a very British kid. No, no, no. no. I think it, it, it took, took a while. I think it took a while. It took a long time. Okay. Um, to like. Up to about fifteen, I just learned English. Okay, um, and then it was, you know, studying British culture. Um, so even through university, I was still doing that. So wow. probably the, okay. my English hadn't fully devolved to an English accent until at least I was twenty-five. I'd say. Wow. It took it took, okay. it took a while. It took a lot of training. Like, okay. I remember it. Like I I I used to read slowly loud um and right. pronouncing every syllable right you know right. as i'm reading charles dickens book yeah and because i'm reading every word slowly and you know exaggerating everything mm. uh, my mouth would get so tired wow. that the um the saliva would start dripping on the side of my mouth yeah. because my mouth my lips would get so tired that they couldn't hold the saliva in wow uh-huh yeah, that's what happened. So you yeah. went, you went to some lengths. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's to, important. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was very important. So I had to do it. It was, right. um, and it, and I was, I, I was prepared to do whatever it took. I wouldn't, I didn't want to, you know, um, you can't like be half Indian or half English. Do you right. know, I get it. Because I, I remember when I came out of uni, I couldn't get a job. Really? And wow. So, um, so what I did was I changed my CV and by this time I'd also changed my accent. Right. And so I removed all references to being brown or being an immigrant in my CV. Okay. And, and I changed my name to Joe Baines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, the difference, the difference it made was huge. Like, uh, yeah. like and for months, I can't even get a single interview. Right, and then as soon as I did this, within weeks, I had like six job interviews lined up, mm. and because I 
swatted and studied so much for my um, interviews, mm. um, I would ace the interviews straight away. And so they would literally offer me the job before the interview was over. Wow. Uh, like, because I, you know, as an immigrant, you have to work harder, you know? <laughs> um, totally. So, yes, you do. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. so, and then, so when you do get the opportunity, you can really like, flourish, you know? So, when I got into the marketplace with my British accent and my English ways and my English name, yeah, but the world was my oyster. I, I bet my salary would my salary would double every year. I think it was some wow. ridiculous amount. Wow, so, that's so, amazing that you could actually. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. So, like, yes, what was, was what was your first job out of university then? <laughs> so my first job was working in a call center. Oh, um, lovely! <laughs> Wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not going to yeah, say it. Was like, <laughs> I was on, I think I was on like eight grand a, a year or something. Okay. And then, and then um, from there, I moved on to into London and moved into like Unix administration jobs, uh, cloud jobs, uh, database administrator, network wow. engineer, that kind oh of stuff. Oh my goodness. And, Unix administrator. And, wow. Yeah. You've heard of that? I have heard of Unix administrator, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is Unix still uh, around? I don't even, um, I suppose. It, I think it, it's been kind of, Linux it, it, has taken over, on, right? Yes, that's right, yeah, especially Red Hat and things like that. Yeah, have, okay. Um, but Solaris has died, and I think it, IBM's AX doesn't, isn't much around at all. So, um, And then databases I was doing, you know, uh, Oracle, uh, the other one, I can't remember what the other one is called, but I was right. uh, doing all that. But I, I remember, like, because I could speak English, you know, like, the doors were just open for me. Like, anywhere I went, doors were just open for me. Like, I had, um, I worked in Switzerland, and if you open your mouth in Switzerland with a British accent, doors just open for you. <laughs> ah, yeah. You know, I'm just thinking of this, right? Because I, I, have you ever heard of this game, Dungeons and Dragons? I have, yes. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever played? No. Okay. Well, one thing that I like to tease my dungeon master about, which is just my buddy Kevin, who runs the game, <laughs> right? Like, I yeah. think like dungeon masters worldwide, when they want to do an in-game accent, they they just do British, some version. All right. <laughs> Right. Okay. So there must yeah. be something about that that just people like. I, and you telling this story about like if you go here and you have a British accent, it's like the world opens. I'm like, uh huh. There's something going on here. Yeah, but it was the same thing in in America as well. Like, uh, right. I was, oh, um, yeah, yeah, we've got was, it too. I was in, yeah, I, no, I was in New York um, for like a couple of months. Um, and like, when I was doing stand-up comedy there as well, and the audience, they didn't care if I was funny or not. They just wanted to hear me talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I get it. I, women would come and tell me that I sounded like James Bond. I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> There's just something sexy about a British accent, I guess. Yeah, that's, I don't know. 
but like I, I've lived in Japan as well, Tokyo. Okay. Nice. And again, there as well, you know, like uh, anywhere you go, if you've got a British accent, people stop and listen. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. 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 It's, it's shuts them up straight away. Like, yeah. I don't know how then, much and, you know about yeah. the history between Japan and England, but before. Zero. Yeah. Zero. I, me too. I, I don't know anything mm. about it, but I did listen to some podcasts about it. So there's my level. <laughs> I listened to some podcasts. So I learned like, you know, there was this period like when Japan was just totally isolated from the world. And then the Mm. big boats with the guys with guns showed up and the, you know, the samurai were like, geez, this sword's not going to work so great. And, and when they did that, right, this is all before World War One and World War Two, Japan and England got really cozy. That's why... Uh Japanese people drive on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Wow. And they took we, your school we... system, the British school system. And there, so there was a lot of interconnect between England and Japan. Um, Pre-World War II, pre-World War I. Hmm. Right. So, and they were like using a lot of English expertise in, in far as like modernizing Japan is what I took away from it. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because cause I think must be after Second World War, uh-huh. the Americans went, must have gone into Japan in a big way. Yes. That was all after the war. Then we went in there yeah. with the Marshall Plan or maybe not the Marshall Plan because I know nothing about history. But, yeah, like uh, it was MacArthur was put in charge of being basically the unofficial president of the, the 51st state. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> we never yeah, actually because, planted our flag. You know, we just yeah. you know, told them how to be a modern country and stop beating people up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Um, which America needs to learn as well at some point. Um, yeah, but... we, we've kind of lost our way, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> country? What's a country? The right. only country that exists There's is America. There's just us. It's all us. Yes. Yes. It's all us. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I, I, I kind of hear the, the music of Darth Vader when I, when I talk like this every once in a while. It feels very imperial. Yeah. But, mm. you know, I, I have to back up because, you know, empires do different things, right? Like when America yeah. takes you over, we, you know, build up your economy and then we leave, at least in yeah. World War II. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, Germany's still around. It's still German, yeah. you know? It, exactly. Japan yeah, is still Japanese, more or less, yeah. you know? It, yeah. It's got a lot of bl- uh, red, white, and blue in it, but, you know, more or less still Japanese. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, but you, you know they 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 celebrate Independence Day in in Japan. Oh yeah, I actually thought Independence Day was a Japanese holiday. Because <laughs> <laughs> they celebrate it like it's yeah. their own. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they they right. they they put on all the all the um. So it's cool because I've been married to my wife for thirty years, going on thirty one, I guess. Um. Yeah, and they have all the holidays there, right? All the American yeah. holidays are there. And they're not bothered by any of the, you know, like in the States, right? And they, when they talk about Christmas, like people that are Christian get them mad about like, wait a minute, we're supposed to be celebrating this church holiday and you're making it all about Santa Claus and toys and buying <laughs> stuff, right? Well, yeah. in Japan, they don't have God, 
right? So not like the Christian God. So they don't know what, yeah. to them, it's all just, you know, turkeys Holiday. and KFC yeah. and, and presents. <laughs> they don't have that, you know, religious baggage, so to speak. So they have Thanksgiving. Yeah, they don't know what it's about. It's just the day they eat turkey, you know. Yeah. yeah. But they have also a very different view of what God is. Totally different view. Totally, yeah. Totally completely. different view. Yeah. Yes. It's, you know, and yeah. I've been, again, I've been interacting with Japanese for 30 plus years. I'm only now just starting to program my subconscious brain to somewhat crack the surface of the mm. Japanese psychology. <laughs> yeah. And their spiritualism is it's, completely different too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, a lot, it's got a lot of similarities with India. Yes, for sure. Uh, Buddhism, Buddhism yep. has a lot of similarities with India because, yep. you know, there was a lot of um, travel between the countries in the old days. Right, right. Um, so uh, Indian um, monks would end up in Japan and all kinds of stuff and and teach there and things like that. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I've been studying uh, Eastern philosophies a lot. Tantra yoga, Eastern philosophies, great. Sanskrit. Yeah. And it's taken me a while, but I have a, an Eastern concept of what God is now rather than a Western concept. Okay. Uh, like which it. is completely, which is very different. Right? Totally uh, different. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Cause it, it, in, in the Western, God is this, it's a man or a woman or a person. Right. Um, you know, who, has similar characteristics to a human being, right? Um, but in Eastern philosophy, God is 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 existence, right? And an existence is God. You know, there there's mm. no separation, right, right, right. Um, bet right. between the two, so yeah, you can't you can't talk about God in terms of somebody it's not like up a big there, bearded guy in the sky, yeah, right. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's different. It, it's it's everywhere. It's you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's it's the phone we're talking on. Right. It's my laptop. It's um, right. it's my it's my water bottle. Mm. It's the air I breathe. Everything, everything. Yeah. And they explain it with the word oneness. I like so, that. So oneness means there is only one. Right. But without putting anything at the end of that, there is only one. Just that's it. Yeah. And that means there's that there is only one existence. And that one existence is God, it's yourself, it's the universe, it's everything. Yeah. It's your enemy. Um, it's that guy that beat you up. <laughs> yes. It's that girlfriend right, yes. that pissed you off. Yes. Yes. Or it, the ex-wife that... Um, <laughs> never yeah, went to your comedy you. show. That's yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's it. It's true. Yeah. yeah. So basically, the universe is just itself experiencing itself. Itself. That's it. Yes. Yes. Uh, and you are... Just a mirror in that universe of that, correct? Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. took a long time to get my head around that. It is. It, you know, yes. I was reading. I did a lot of like uh, reading when I went through my uh, spiritual stuff, and I think it was an Eckhart Tolle book. That ah, said, the Power of Now. Power yeah. of Now, or A New Earth. One of those. Yeah. He said something like, how can there be two of me, right? Like, I'm so mad at myself. I hate myself, right? Who is this self you're hating? And who's doing the hating? <laughs> that was like, you know, this, this whole idea of this, like, how can I be more than one thing? Or how can I be like 
who's doing the hating, right? What are you hating? You know, it was very self-referential, right? Mm. If you know what I'm talking about. And, yes. yeah. and, and he was like saying, okay, but what you really are, not who you are, but what you are is just consciousness. Without That's memory true. or even like physical matter, <laughs> right? Just yeah. consciousness, right? But, yeah. you know, what would, uh, how, how could that be any fun? You're just going, I am, you know, it's like, you know, it's kind of like you, it's a great place. I wouldn't want to live there. That's, that's why we have a universe. <laughs> yes, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, for fun, you, you can have, you can, you can, um, um, with, with consciousness, like if, I don't know if you've ever done psychedelics. No. Never oh, done, you haven't. Never oh, done psychedelics. The closest thing I've you, come to psychedelics is cannabis, which has psychedelic oh, wow. properties. But I've yes. never done a proper psychedelic. Oh, so, my God. You, but I have, not, I have watched The Wire, and I have <laughs> watched another really good TV show. Um, I can't remember what it was. Oh, Deadwood. So, yeah, okay. psychedelics are still on my bucket list. <laughs> okay. Well... I, I, I'm, um, Mr. Psychedelic to Felina. I mean, what I haven't done isn't worth knowing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, so, I okay. grew up, wow. with, All right. I, I, I grew up with the notion that drugs are bad. Drugs are evil. Right. Say no to drugs. Sure. Like the whole thing. So for most of my life, I was like, no, no, keep that away from me. Drugs are bad. Drugs right. are evil. Drugs, right, right, right. There's a, there's a reason Unless, they're Unless, of course, they're government approved, like caffeine, sugar, and yes, tobacco. Yes, of course. Yeah. Those are okay. Yeah, or, right. or morphine, any of those good <laughs> Heroin, or, right. Any of the good stuff. Heroin, yeah, yeah. Oxycontin, but, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, so for most of my life, I was like, say no to drugs. Like, even cannabis. Mm. I, wouldn't go, I wouldn't go near any of them because they're evil, they're... They're um, they're bad. They they mess you up, you know all that kind of stuff. Right. And then and then when I had my accident, you know, where I ended up in hospital, mm. um, they were pumping me full of uh, diazepam, morphine, everything. Sure, of course. And, and that's and that stuff is lethal. Um, so it. when I got discharged back home, I still needed to take loads of drugs. Wow. And uh, so somebody managed to get hold of cannabis for me. Thank God. And. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be here now. Um, really? And the, the tagline. Weed saved my the life. Cannabis, there's, a, there's a tagline. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the can, what the cannabis allowed me to do was to get off the pharmaceutical drugs. Yeah, I get it. Because the pharmaceutical drugs, like morphine, mm. diazepam, mm. all of these, yeah, their, their side effects are massive, and, and they have massive ad addictive properties right. as well. Habit forming. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Habit forming. And yeah, so, sure. as soon as I like I was very lucky. Like when they discharged me, the nurse that discharged me from the hospital, she was quite awake, and she so she gave me this big bag of drugs to take with me. And she said, "Look, I'm, these are, we've been giving you these here, um, we, and these drugs, these these they will kill you. So you, as soon as you get home, your job is to get off them as fast as possible. Wow. I don't care how you, you do got it, lucky. but you, My yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So she literally." She literally shouted at me yeah. um, as, as she was wheeling me out of the hospital. Um, she literally like almost shouted at me saying, look, when you get home, get off these. All right. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to die. Yeah? And right. literally she was like angry. 
Um, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, like, is this a doctor was, or a nurse? It was a nurse. It nurse. was a nurse. That makes uh, more sense. Uh, okay. But good and, for the, the UK medical system. That's good. Like yeah. It, it's a bit messed up. I've been in hospital in and out many times. And, mm. um, but I was very lucky in that one instance where the nurse was awake. Yeah. Um, and so as soon as I got home, I was like, okay, well, what do I replace it with? And I have some, I was lucky. I have some black friends. Okay. And uh, they went, well, <laughs> cannabis, obviously. <laughs> That's the medicine. So, That's the medicine. Yeah. 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 So, so for, for months, I was taking cannabis twice a day. Okay. I, they, I got it. I got it in, um, it was a, like a liquid tar. So I would put okay. like a pin drop under my tongue. Wow. And I would, and I would, and literally within 20 minutes and putting it on my tongue, mm. I, it would take away all my pain. Right. And, and which was amazing because I was in a lot of pain and, right. the, and it would, and it would put me to sleep as well. Wow. So I'd feel extremely sleepy. And yep. so I was for months, I was taking it twice a day. Wow. Um, so that's I'd a good recovery it. medicine. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Like, because, because your body doesn't recover unless you're, uh, unless you're sleeping. sleeping. Right. And you can't sleep if you're in pain. Right. I, I don't know if you've yeah. tried it, but if, if you're in a lot of pain, you can't sleep. Yeah, it doesn't sleep. work. Right. Yeah, Reed it doesn't helps. work, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it, 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 it would literally, it would literally, I would take it. Within 20 minutes, I'd be asleep. Oh, that's um, the sleepy weed. So you were on Yeah, yeah, indica. yeah. So that <laughs> indica, well, wow, wow. In, he in knows, he knows. Yeah. <laughs> I've been yes, avoiding indica because I'm doing my weed during the day. So, ah. uh, yeah, but I, so, I'm so all you, up into the uh, sativa and the hybrids, but like I haven't yeah. tried my first indica yet. Cause you know, ah, I, okay. I, I, I find that like if I do sativa, like close to bedtime, I sleep really well. Right. Yes. But I'm not yes. going to fall asleep trying to do something else. If that makes yeah. sense. You know, yes. it doesn't, yes. it's not like an immediate, you're sleeping now. <laughs> night, night, you know, where that, uh, that's the, yeah. the kind of vibe that I get off of Indica. Yeah. yeah. It just makes you very drowsy. Right. And puts so you to if bed. if you lay down um, and close your eyes, you will be out quickly. Yes. Yes. yes that's right. right. Um, I also take sativa okay. and I also notice, and also notice the same thing. If I take it at night, I get a really good sleep. Yeah. Um, and I feel wide awake the next day, you know, next morning. Right. Um, so I take, so I, I'm at the moment, I take um, sativa, high THC um, cannabis. Okay. Um, so I've what got is, it in. What, what percentage is high for you? Um, the the deal I got it from, he's saying that they're about 20% THC. 20%. Okay. Yeah. I'm at that level already. I didn't know that was high. Damn it. <laughs> That is high, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think the last thing I bought was somewhere around 24, 25. Wow, that's good. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty high. I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might yeah. have higher. I'm going to have to check. but Yeah, yeah, there are because they've been uh, really? doing a lot of crossbreeding. Yeah, okay. so they've got it up to like 40%, 50%. Wow, but, so that's Snoop Dogg level over there. Okay. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But naturally, <laughs> yes. natural cannabis is about 20%. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. That's, that's um maybe I don't need to go much higher then. Thanks no. for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless, unless you unless you're Snoop Dogg. 
Yes. If, so, you know, like before, like most of my life, I was like in the military and or working for the federal government and they frown on cannabis, right? It's not a government approved drug here. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just recently, like uh, April of last year, I quit my last federal job. So as I'm walking out the door, I drove to the cannabis shop. <laughs> but I had spent, you know, years... Um, listening to uh, Joe Rogan and Seth Rogan and Snoop Dogg talking about weed, right? Yeah. So, you know, all of my advice was from uh, Seth Rogan and, Mo- and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and various that, podcasts. Well, that, that's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. I'm, they, I'm they, they gave really I'm, good advice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm impressed you found um, cannabis. It's really good. It is. It's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Have you, have you ever done uh, mushrooms? Not yet. But if oh, I was yeah. gonna do, awesome. if I was gonna do a psychedelic, I would probably do the mushroom. Because yeah. I, I don't want to do anything that like involves lots of like vomiting and diarrhea. So ayahuasca is uh, right out. I don't need yeah. that. Um, but but you can do DMT instead, though. Okay, and and I, and there as long is as I and have there a sitter, is. I'm open to anything, yeah. you know. <laughs> and, and and you 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 can get um, um, ayahuasca now in um, more purified form uh-huh. as a, like a liquid. Okay, um, and that one doesn't have um, the throwing up capable. The... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay. The tradition, the traditional ayahuasca, uh. is a lot of vomiting. Yes. Um, but the more, but then then you got DMT. DMT right. is very clean, very right, clean. Right, right. Well, um, I've heard good takes, things about mushrooms as well. Like the magic yeah, mushrooms. Mushrooms are amazing. In a in yeah. a good setting, you know. To me, anything like that is like the hardcore psychedelic. To me, that's not for fun, right? That's mm, not for yes. fun. That's not for rec yeah. use, right? Is especially right. especially um, um, mushrooms. Right. Um, mushroom oh, yeah. mushrooms is, is is a healer. Yeah. So there's a lot of intelligence in there. Right. And you, do you know, different mushrooms are good for different things. Oh, yeah. So the, I just only uh, just like, have you heard of this guy, uh, Paul Stamets? Of course. Yeah. He's like Mr. Gun. Mushroom. <laughs> the guru. The guru. It's of actually mushrooms, more yeah. like fungi, right? He's the fungi, yes. right? <laughs> He's a, yes. That's right. <laughs> the mycologist. But yes, yes. I, I mean, yeah. I did a deep dive on that guy and. Don't know if you know this, but the uh, Star Trek Discovery, like um, season one, was all about Paul Stamets and like fungus. <laughs> all right. So go I didn't know that. go check out season one of Discovery, and so they actually literally named a character Paul Stamets. He's a lieutenant wow, in Starfleet, okay. <laughs> and he's using uh, fungal spores in a uh, quasi warp drive oh wow okay i know right <laughs> yeah all right Star Trek. Okay, discovery season one yes yeah yeah i've written it down i've written it yeah down. that's awesome um i'll check it out and and have you ever touched on have you ever done acid lsd no no okay no. i I'd, i would say out of all the ones i've done and i've yeah. done a lot yeah i would say lsd is my favorite Interesting. 
So, ta- it's, uh, yeah, it's, so, so uh, was this for fun or was this for medicine purposes? Um, so 90, I'd say 90% of my use of psychedelics is for therapeutic purposes. Right. That's what that, uh, um, good. <laughs> um, so Set, what setting I, do, and all I, I don't do, yeah. I, I don't do much psychedelics anymore, but when I did in my heyday, I would do a lot of psychedelics and right. um, I would spend like a couple of days preparing each trip. Okay. Um, and the best way I found to prepare for a trip, doesn't matter what trip it was, was not was to fast. Sure, yeah. I found that if I fasted, my trips went many times better. Mm. Um, and so it, it was so much better with, um, with fasting that if I've eaten that day, I won't do any psychedelics. If somebody said, oh, should, should we do a trip? I'd be like, no, no, I've eaten already. I'm not doing any. Um, I, 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 I have it. to allow, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, I have to allow like 48 hours before a meal. Mm, um, wow. And and the difference is huge. Like, okay. For me, yeah. especially, it's massive. Well, you get that. Like, That's one of the things that I like about cannabis is the high is mediated by eating. Right. Yes. So, yeah, like, that's right. if you like suddenly have to do something, <laughs> not drive, but like yeah. if you suddenly need to do something and you need to be a little bit more, you know, awake, sharp, focused, whatever, and you currently have a head high or some body melt, you know, just, you know, have a snack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yes. come down. So that, that goes with psychedelics as well, I take it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm because I'm I'm keto. I don't know. If you know. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you do keto full time. I'm keto. Probably I've been keto for maybe about almost ten years, seven wow. to ten years, something like that. Like all and keto all I'm, the time, no carbs. Um, <laughs> I'm keto probably about ninety percent of the time. All right. Um, I get it. But 10% of the time, I think I come You've out of like keto. like a holiday meal or something that you really just, yeah. you have to have I mean, the chips. I, <laughs> well, no, no, I, I've, I've removed all junk food from my diet. So I've done, oh, no. I don't eat, um, I've, I don't eat uh, any kind of fast food or junk food or. Okay. No more fish or and chips. No fish and chips. Yeah. I grew up on fish and chips. That was the hardest one to give up. Yeah. yeah um, it's good stuff. And, and I grew up on pizza. Mm. And that was extremely hard to give up. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I grew up eating bread and I mean, Indian food, mm. is, it contains a lot of carbs, oh, you know, yeah. chapatis and all that kind of stuff. Delicious. Giving that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good I, stuff. I haven't, I, yeah, I've given it all up completely. So I'm, I'm heading now, I'm heading towards carnival. Okay. So ketovore, it's called. Ketovore, okay. Um, yeah, so it's keto, but on More a carnivore meat. diet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And So just fat and, and protein, basically. Yes, basically, yeah. Yeah, keto and is I'm, all about the fat, right? Yes, that's right, yeah. yeah. Keto is, so I'm, I'm, uh, one of some, most of the programs I'm working on, uh, bringing out, they're all keto programs. Okay. Um, because keto just, you know, like once you go keto, I'd, like, I can't believe how, the biggest puzzle the thing i'm confused about most in not you know why are we here uh not the you know what is our purpose in life and for me the biggest one is um why isn't everybody keto right right the difference between keto and non-keto is huge yeah 
You know? uh-huh. So like I, I never did straight up no kidding keto because that mm. just seemed like, uh, I don't know what the word is. Not fun. <laughs> yeah. No, but, 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 but the been, health but benefits. I, I can't, yeah. I can't argue with. So what I did was I, I think I was listening to a podcast with, uh, Tim Ferriss and one of the doctors that he talks to, maybe mm. doc, Dr. Dom, the, the weightlifter slash, I don't think he's a medical doctor, but he's like really into keto, right? Yeah. So he was like, okay, so what you could do is let's say you want to do a little intermittent fasting. And the easiest way to do that sometimes might be just have coffee for breakfast and then eat breakfast for lunch. Right. And I was like, okay, that sounds super easy. So like back when I had a job, I was like working half days in the office, four days a week. So all I would do is go to work, drink coffee, work until 1230, you know, and then 12, 1230, something like that, get home and then make breakfast for lunch. And that was sort Mm -hmm. of like my big meal for the day. Right. And I was like, and then I heard, and, and let me tell you that in and of itself made me feel like better, just like less pain, less slugginess, less like just feel like, you know, younger, (laughs) I guess would be the Mm. first word that comes to mind more alive. Right. And then Dr. Dom said, well, if you just make that breakfast more or less keto or keto friendly or as close to keto as you're comfortable with, you'll keep your keto going until you eat again. And I was like, I played with that a little bit, you know, because breakfast is pretty easy to keep keto. Mm, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Just scrambled eggs. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. A little onion, scrambled eggs, maybe some yes. bacon. Put bacon on anything uh, and people will eat it. Yes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bacon is, bacon is, is cocaine, I think. Um, uh, food, it's, yes. It's food, it's food, food cocaine, really, to Correct. be honest. It's good. Stuff. Like when I'm at when I'm at the buffet and they've got bacon, they'll have, you know, the different types of bacon and right. the crispy bacon and all that, and yeah, you yeah, just yeah. load your plate. It's like it's like um, crisps, isn't it? Yeah. Crispy bacon. Yeah. You know? It's just like you know the best. You know, it's one of the few foods that everybody just recognizes that you're eating cooked fat, and it's just okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but let's let's diverge here for a second. Have you ever had a bacon and cheese baguette in a pub? It would have been a million years ago. Um, okay. <laughs> um, it would. Yes. Yeah. Because for the because last now, ten years, uh, you're doing keto, right? Yeah. So, like now, I would. What if, if I am usually is Weatherspoons? I just ask for the um, scrambled eggs. Okay. Um, get them to put some sausages on it or some bacon, but that's it. Okay. And, you know, keep, keep the, um, yeah. 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 I think, I think food is super simple. You know, I think it's made complicated because, um, you know, we need to sell, you know, like if something's complicated, yeah. then, then you'll go, Oh, it's too complicated. I need right. to buy a recipe book or I need to buy, but for me, I mean, I cook 99% of the food I eat. I cook myself good for you and 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 for me cooking like making a meal is like the easiest thing in the world like i don't even think about it yeah yeah and it and 
but a lot of people have no idea how to cook. Right. That's true. No, it's, it, and it puzzles the hell out of me. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I have a friend of mine. And it's a I've pleasure, known too. It really is. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like, like my girlfriend, she doesn't know how to cook. Right. But it's, I, I cook most, most of the time. And there was one time. Um, I went to an event and uh, everybody was bringing, like we were um, having food together, like a picnic mm. and everybody was bringing a dish and okay. I forgot to bring my dish. So I, and she was coming later. So I said, oh, can you just cook like a, a dozen eggs, scramble that dozen eggs and bring it with you? She's like, yeah, sure. Um, so she turns up with this miso soup um, and uh, but it was basically scrambled eggs, but she hadn't cooked them. <laughs> and I was like, "What is this?" And she goes, "That's your scrambled eggs." And I'm like, "But it's not supposed to look like soup." And she goes, "But, but I cooked it. I cooked it for half an hour on the heat." And I was like, "Did you even turn it on?" You know, like. And wow. she goes, "Yeah, yeah, it was all on, but she hadn't turned the heat far enough up." Wow. And so when we got home, so I wouldn't, I, I wasn't going to serve it to anybody. So I, right. we took it back home, and then I said, and she was like, "No, it doesn't go hard." It, I left it on the on the pan for like half an hour. Mm. I put it on the pan, pan, turned the heat up, mm. and it went and it went hard straight away. <laughs> huh. Wow, like, she really didn't know what she was doing. Yeah, she literally like I was I was, gob, I was gobsmacked. <laughs> like, like, do I don't even. I can't even imagine what she didn't do right. She she what she because when I she's she watches me cook right, right? and and I like to cook on low heat. Okay. Um. So ninety nine percent of the time I cook, the heat is always low. All right. Right. Because gotcha. I don't mind the food taking uh, you know five minutes longer while. to cook right. or whatever. You know it doesn't matter, right? Right. And and so she just assumed that I must always cook on low heat. Ah, um, but except for eggs, yeah, that eggs must in, that that much that much egg. I mean, a dozen eggs scrambled. Yes. That's going to take a yes. little heat. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and she a didn't lot of stirring. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. have, have you ever done? Have you ever done ice baths? Um, I'm going to say no. To I've never done an ice bath. So the closest thing I've done is: Have you ever? gone to like a Japanese onsen or Japanese yes. like hot bath. Yeah. So yes, I've done I the have, cold yeah. plunge plenty. Yeah. But I've never gone Tim Ferriss and bought like, you know, six bags of ice cubes and gotten into my bath. I've never done that. Oh, uh, I, 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 a couple of years ago, <laughs> I, I, I bought an ice machine, you know, like an ice bath thing for the oh, garden. Wow. Okay. And and I bought it. Luckily, I for bought it over garden. winter. So it's an outdoor yeah, ice for the, bath. Yes, okay. yeah. Right. So we had it in the. Well, we have a pond. Wow. And initially, I was trying to use the pond, but that didn't work. It's going to get dirty. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's it got dirty. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And so then I bought an outdoor one, and um, wow. it's it's amazing. Like yeah. it's it's way better than ice cold showers. Way better than cold showers. Oh, yeah. You know, all yeah. professional athletes ice bath immediately yeah. after after you know pummeling their bodies with you know large sweaty men. Mm. <laughs> no, it's the the, the the effects are insane. Like, yeah, it's like keto. It's like keto. I would say I, really? an ice bath is like a, yeah, like yeah. like doing keto. 
Um, wow. I, so I, I kind of want to do that now. Oh, well, so way I started was, um, you, have you heard of Wim Hof? I have heard of Wim Hof. Yeah, so I do I do Wim Hof breathwork. Okay. Um, I've been doing it for, I don't know, maybe five, six, seven years. Right. And uh, when I first started doing it, I used to do it two or three times a day. Okay. Um, and I and I used to, like, every day I would, during the day I would do two or three rounds of Wim Hof breathwork. Okay. And I noticed, like, when I first started doing it, like, the the effects didn't kick in for a couple of weeks after I'd been doing it. And because I didn't know how to breathe properly, I wasn't doing the breath work properly. Right. And I not- and I noticed after about a week, my breathing got much better. Mm. And so the effects from the um the Wim Hof got better, deeper. And then and I and but I was doing it like every day, two or three times a day, every day, like 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 uh, like a religion, you know? Yeah. And and I noticed every couple of months, my um, my abilities would go up. Wow! Do you know, like yeah. I could go further, I could go deeper. Sure. You know, my breathing would get better, and yeah. and I did it for years. And even after years, every couple of months, I would notice that my breath work was deeper, my breath work was better. I could go deeper. Do you know, like it was like there was no limit to how much better it could get. Mm, wow. You know, like, it just, it just, it would just keep improving. And it's the same I found with yoga. <clears throat> so is it, let me just ask a quick question. Is Wim Hof always include something like a cold bath or an ice bath too? Or do you, is it sometimes it, it, breathing only? A, just, the Wim Hof is just the breathing only. Yeah. Oh, and okay. then gotcha. if you, and, and then you can add, add the, the cold um, if so, you want to. If you want to. Yeah. So during, I think it wasn't last winter, but the winter before, I did probably about a hundred ice baths. Okay. Um, and so That's I would do like two. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to do. I would do two or three ice baths uh, every morning. Okay. Um, wow. And 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 because um, in in winter in the UK it gets quite cold. It does. And so sometimes sometimes I've also come out dark and, and wet. yes, <laughs> and and and. And the best time to do an ice bath was like five in the morning. Okay. So I would get up at four in the morning. Then I would do some breath work, Wim Hof, and then get my ass outside, which would be freezing. Yes. Break the ice on the um, oh my on on the pool, <laughs> and, and then sit inside that. How but long? Did, how are, long did you sit in there? So I started. Uh, what I, I I bought a thermometer as well, and I noticed a big, you know, like, um, if it was like ten degrees or twelve degrees or, or plus, then I could then it wasn't that hard. But w- when it really got hard was when it got to like six degrees. Okay, wow. If the, if the water is six degrees, that's cold. Just to let you know, <laughs> that, is, that is really cold. And and I would oh, also that's put my head. Cold. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> No, but like what I mean is like I, I get if it. You There's did, a big difference between ten and yeah. six. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Like like a huge difference. Right. You right. know, like oh and what I noticed was if I'm if I what I would do um when I got into the ice ice bath is I, I would duck my head underwater as well. Mm. Um and what I what I noticed was that 
was to keep my mind busy. Um, if I kept my mind doing things, um, then I could stay in the in the ice bath longer. Right. Um, so I would do like chanting and mantras and incantations and counting, you know, like all kinds of stuff in right. my head while I'm sitting there um, to keep my mind busy. Makes sense. And and as long as I kept my mind busy, um, it, I, it, it, I'd be distracted from the cold. Mm. Um, and what I did notice, I don't know why this this exists, but when I went above 20 minutes, it was a game changer. Really? Like when you go, yeah, like below 20 minutes ice bath, it's just, it's just an ice bath. But okay. when you went above 20 minutes, it took on a whole new meaning. Wow. Um, like when I did go above 20 minutes, it, my body and my mind would meditate for the whole day. Like I am in now yeah. okay. like the master meditator for the whole day. <laughs> and and, and, and if you, you if you I think I've been close yeah, to like, that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. And if your wife like gave you hassle, you didn't it didn't affect yeah. you. No, no, no. So ha yeah. like I got a similar kind of like brain body melt when you do like the hot cold thing in Japan. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah, you yeah, go from yeah. like the super, super hot bath and then maybe yeah. you jump in and take a little shower and get some sweat off of you and then go sit in the sauna for like as long as you can and then go yeah. get in that cold pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And just take it as long as you can take it and then do yeah. another round, right? Yes, that's I, right. Well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That, that that have you that mean have you done a what is it called a Russian sauna, no. Russian spa? No, it's so Russian uh, spa. They use leaves. Okay. In the sauna, so what they okay. do is they I've, there's a guy there, yeah, and he and he and he fans you with, with these the, leaves. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and what that does it I've generates a lot of heat. Yeah, uh, it generates a lot of heat, yeah, like yeah, an yeah. insane. You you feel like your body is about to um, explode. Um, explode or you yeah, know yeah, combust yeah. i i've yeah. i did something like that in a sweat lodge where they have that uh the oh. super hot rocks and you're all just sweating and you know i i think we were saying things but you get kind of dizzy but yes yeah. that that kind of reminds me of the sweat lodge experience that's all about the heat and just yeah i remember thinking that my my skin was gonna burn it wasn't yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's in your head. It's kind of like that that uh, Paul Atreides thing. You know, it's like, oh, my hand is for sure burning in this box. <laughs> but it wasn't. But you, you, but you know, you're in, you're in America, so therefore, you you uh, the the Native Americans do sweat lodges there. Right. Right. Exactly. And and there's a specific one type of Native American. I don't know which tribe it is now. Mm, but they do. They do sweat lodges, and they're legally allowed to do this mm. um, because it's part of their religion. Right. Yes, that's right. right. Yeah, and yeah. they do pe they do peyote. Okay, yeah, lodges. that's part of their. Yeah, I never did peyote. Never peyote is it's amazing. For them, that's their sacred plant. So I don't want to steal their stuff because it's getting. Oh, but <laughs> but but you know, I can get I've like done a commercial commercial strain, not theirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've done peyote. Mm -hmm. Um, peyote is very similar to acid. Okay. 
but it lasts longer. And then the, the come on takes longer as well. Like with the okay. acid, it'll come on in about an hour. Mm. Um, with peyote, it takes about three hours to kick in. Okay. And and it lasts for like 18 hours or something. Wow. Okay. It's just a really so long time. you got to have like a weekend. Yes. That's right. <laughs> but You're going on a vision but, quest. Yeah. But it's beautiful. Mm, I bet. Absolutely beautiful. Um, it reminded me. Of, uh, of, uh, of LSD. Oh, by the way, I don't know. Um, you know, I do tantra yoga. Oh, have yeah. you, have you ever made, have you ever made love on, um, on LSD? No. What? So like it's, my, my, it's, there's like this tantra, uh, massage thing that I did, which yeah. was really cool. So it's like, um, like, you know, more or less just a massage. But yeah, they're using you know more body parts than uh, might be your ordinary kind of massage, right? Yeah, and yeah. you are breathing the whole time, mm. right? So that that yeah. that it's like again, it has a name and I forgot what it was, but it's basically sl- breathing as deep as you can, like in and out, but very slowly, not like like a slow breath of fire. Yeah. And you go um, places. <laughs> mm. Your brain goes think, think, places, yes. <laughs> I think that one's called holotropic, isn't it? It's something like holotropic, but it has like an yeah. uh, uh, an ethnic sort of traditional name that I can't I can't remember. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you'd have to go find a tantrika um uh, to figure that out or we you know yeah. we could google it. <laughs> Yeah. But you know, uh, everything has names. That's okay. You know. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, well, I've got a tantric lover. And, oh wow. Uh, okay, you're yeah. doing something right, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 we we did um, we did the entire tantric workshop, all the tantric workshops. I oh, think wow. it was four weekends. Yeah. Um, and each one, you know, you guys and. With, I don't know if you know what Tantra is. Tantra is about taking it's control of the... seeking the divine uh, through sex, basically. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's about... It, it's, it's taking control of your sexual energies. Yeah. And, and then being able to control them. Oh, nice. And like, I, I'm a student of Tantra, and I've been a student of Tantra for about five years now. Good for you. And, and, I, and my control over my sexual energies is about, I would say, three or a four out of ten. Okay, so you've got right. you've got plenty of years left on Earth to get to that ten. Yes, you but, should keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, but what 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 I have noticed because I dabble in psychedelics as well, I've noticed that if, before before I make love to my tantric lover, if I take cannabis or um, oh, yeah. or LSD right. or um, or MDMA or any of those, it doesn't matter. Um, my control over the sexual energies uh, goes up a lot. Yes. Um, so when I, so I've got the sativa cannabis, mm. and if I make love to her um, after I've taken the cannabis, my tantric uh, level is a ten out of ten. Really? Yeah. Like my okay. skill level goes from three or four out of ten to a ten, and I think. What it what's what what it happens with these psychedelics is that 
they um, they amplify whatever you are. Mm-hmm. So if your skill level with Tantra, for example, with the sexual energies is like a zero out of 10, mm-hmm. then after you take the psychedelics, it will still be a zero out of 10. Right. But if, there, if, there, if there's some sort of skill level in you already, right. like mine is like a three or four, sure. um, then it will amplify that. You can get up to 10. Yeah. It'll take me up to 10, yeah. yeah. Like, so I've made... <clears throat> let me pick your brain a smidge. So what do you think is going on in the brain that sort of like lets you get that ampli- amplified effect, in your opinion? Uh, this is just a field report. I'm not saying it's true or um, not. Yeah. It's just like, what are you feeling? What, what is your inner voice telling you is going on that makes that happen? Well, one of the, so it, it, one of the, we do in, we do advanced uh, yoga and in advanced yoga, we focus on specific muscles right. and be able to move specific muscles, you know, like yep. contract specific yep. muscles. I know that. And I know I've that noted- you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So around the pelvic wall, I got you. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Sure, that's sure. it. Okay. And I noticed <laughs> if I do it on psychedelics, right, my control over these these minute muscles is amazing. Okay. Do you know? If I almost do. like yep. I'm almost like I'm a I'm a Zen master. Interesting. And like I've I've made love on um, what have I made love on um, on acid and MDMA. Okay. Oh my God. Those two, they're <laughs> the combination of acid and MDMA yeah. is insane. Like MDMA opens you up completely, opens right. your heart up. Right, right. Okay. Um, yep. And so it allows you to connect with your partner really well. Yeah. And then the acid gives you the control and the energy. Interesting. And like I could explain it to you, but you'd like, I don't know if you'd understand, but. Okay, so in Tantra, one of the things they teach us is how to separate the um, yeah. the orgasm and the ejaculation. Right. Right. Yes. Because completely in, different in, things. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We 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 in Western society, we we're think all those about, two others. We're, we're all about that that little squirt, right? And that's yes, that, that's, that's right. Not yeah. even the thing. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So in, in Tantra, they teach us, and it takes a lot of training, especially from man. Right. To separate those two out, right? So you can, so I, I can separate out the the orgasm uh, and completely separate out to the um, the ejaculation, you know? Right. And on psychedelics, I have complete mastery over this, like to an insane. It feels like I am a Zen master and tantric love me. Right. Right. It's it's this but sort only, of like. Uh, let, let me give you a description that comes out of my experience. And this is during like that tantric massage. It's yeah. more like, um, it's like, like this razor edge of control and surrender. Yes. Yes. Does that I'll make sense? It. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. I- Cause you're, you're in complete surrender. Right. Yeah. And every once in a while, you you're just giggling and and bubbling, and you go, "Let's try that." Right. And it just works. Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. So so like it's a different kind. When when I think of mastery, and you say like Zen master, it's important that you put the Zen in front of it, right? Because it's yes. not it's not the typical kind of like oh I can really like uh, make this car hum. You know, it's not like a head thing. It's you're in total. Yeah. 
a blissful Complete control. surrender yes. that that includes a little bit of control. Yes. Yeah, like complete control. Like I mean, I mean, okay. I, I remember yeah. like, the level of control was insane. Like we okay. were, I was making love to my lover, and um, and I was on acid and um, MDMA. Right. And like it was like it was almost a, it was like I was I was able to control. I was able to take the. Um, the orgasm point and the ejaculation point, and I could separate them out in my head. Right. Like put put one on one side of the the universe and put the other one on the other side of the <laughs> so universe. So they're, they're they're not they're not anywhere near each other, right? Gotcha. Yes, that's right. Yes, exactly. Yes. So I can be having an orgasm. Yep. Without any worry whatsoever. Right. You're not. It's not even entering ejaculate. your mind. Right. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Like, right. like, it doesn't matter what I do. Because I've taken the ejaculation point and I've put it somewhere in, in a in a far off galaxy. Oh yeah, it's know, the, it's I, never I gonna it's never gonna happen. Similar during one of these tantric massages, and I, I'm mm. gonna get a little bit graphic here. So there was no hands on me, other than okay, there was no hands on me uh, in an erogenous zone. Uh, my my um, sexual organ was flaccid and i was experiencing the world's most wonderful orgasm that kept going <laughs> right? were, were you were you experiencing in the middle of your chest uh well oh you mean the heart chakra you know yeah. I, the at that point it's almost you're experiencing i was experiencing my body completely differently um i i remember them talking about like um, moving the energy to my heart, right? So she mm. did that with her hands. I have no idea what she did. <laughs> my eyes were closed, but I felt it. Yeah. And I felt that energy move. And she was like, now what you're trying to do is bring that energy up to your head and let it go to your whole body. And she was trying to get me to this thing she called a whole body orgasm. Yes, that's it. It, that's it worked. <laughs> It worked. Now I have no yes. idea how to replicate that um, on my own. So, um, but it's definitely worth exploring. Very, yeah. Uh, you know, seeking of the divine. Yes. Yes, that's and right. Yeah. Highly well, pleasurable. Yes. Well, I, I, I've I've experienced like several hours of um, full body internal orgasms. Wow. Good um, for you. <laughs> Congratulations. And, and and I tell you what makes it easier is uh, LSD. Okay. Yeah, that makes LSD, sense. LSD, uh, uh, 48-hour fast, LSD, loads of yoga and uh, loads beforehand and loads of breath work, mm. like loads of breath work, mm. um, and then making love. And um, you basically, you hit... Um, um, you hit the um, um, the full body orgasm. Yeah, and, and and the other thing with LSD, by the way, and I think it applies to other psychedelics as well. It's an amplifier, right? It's a it's an emotion amplifier, so or state amplifier, I would call it. So it amplifies whatever state you're in. Okay. So yeah, so if sense. you're in a happy state. Like if you're happy, you're three out of ten, let's say, mm. and you took you took acid, it'll take you it'll take you up to 
10 or 11 out of 10. Right. Um, but, and I ex- succeed, I'm always in a, I'm 95, 99% of the time in a good state. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good place, right? Right. And so over the years when I've done acid, it's always put me in a really good place. Right. Like always. Right. So I okay. just associated taking acid with being in a really great state. Right. And then what this yeah, yeah. But I, I I um some years ago, um I had a massive argument with my girlfriend. And um she then left to go and to go and go to her parents and oh, uh left me at home and left me at home and I was pissed. Like we'd had a massive argument. Like the works, right? Yeah. And so and so she's now gone. Um, I, I've been fasting for the last couple of days and um she's gone and it's me and I'm pissed. Like I'm really angry, I'm fed up, I'm like like proper angry, right? Yeah. And then I'm sitting at home going, you know, acid always makes me feel good. Uh-oh. I know. I'll take some acid. Uh-oh. And because I was such so angry in such a bad place. So I must have been like a, a minus five or a minus seven. Yeah. The acid took me to like a minus 20. I was so depressed. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like. That's how to have like, a bad why? trip. You just wrote the book. Yeah. How to, how to have a bad trip. <laughs> and, 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 right. and I'm sitting there going, why am I feeling so miserable? Mm. I've just taken acid, right? Right. And then, and then it sort of takes me a few minutes to figure out, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Acid is an amplifier, and I was in a really bad state. Right. I should have put myself in a good state before yeah. I took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's an important one to remember about acid is that take it when you're in a good state. Safety first. Safety first, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, or safety third. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, have, have you done DMT? No, no. Oh, DMT is beautiful. Okay. Um, it's basically ayahuasca, but without the throwing up. Okay. Yeah, DMT it, has it, got an interesting origin story, right? It's like one of those guys that was playing with psychedelics way back in the day, right? And he cooked mm. it up or something. I don't remember how how it went. Well, they, they get you get DMT from the same plants that you get ayahuasca from. Okay, so, so one, it's just a so, synthetic. Yeah, so no, 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 not synthetic. So. Okay, so DMT is um, is is these molecules. Um, okay. Uh, crystals. DMT is a crystal. That's oh, it. Oh wow. Okay. So there is so these very tiny crystals, and they can they exist in everything. They exist in all living things. So oh, plants, right, right, right. you, me, animals, they all have it. Wow. Right. So DMT is in it's in your brain, my brain, everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if you pick up a flower or a plant. It's in the plant, okay. a tree, whatever oh, it is. Wow. But the, but there are certain trees in the Amazon, right? Um, which has a lot of it. Okay. Yeah. There's there's certain trees, some right, barks right, right. that have a lot of this, and so those trees, those barks, they get made into a paste and add it into into gotcha. uh, into ayahuasca. You're getting a distillation, but, basically. Basically. Yeah. So, yeah. but if you take that. Um, that tree, the bark of that tree, make it into a, a, a powder and mm. then put it through acid, you can then separate out the DMT, DMT crystals from the powder. Okay. 
And that's how DMT is. Because I, I have a friend who makes DMT. Mm. And what he does, he orders like kilograms of this um, bark from the Amazon. Wow. And then... And then, and then he, in his bath, uses acid to separate the two out. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then he, he then makes, um, yeah. Um, then he goes DMT crystal. It, it's he was telling me it takes like a kilogram of this um, bark to make a gram of DMT. Um, and yeah, and That's it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's extremely, yeah. but. There's something called 5-MeO-DMT or Bufo. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. Which is about 10 times stronger than DMT. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. But if you ever get a chance to take that, it's called Bufo. Okay. Bufo. It comes... It's <laughs> Great name. Bufo. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it stands for Bufolarius or something like that. It's okay. a long word. Yeah. Um, it comes from the Soran Desert, Soran Desert uh, Toad. Ooh. There's a desert in America. Okay. Soren or so, begins with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I'm not saying it right. <laughs> I don't okay. know how to say it. <laughs> Sonoran, um, maybe. Yes, that's the word. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's in Mexico. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, and and so ba <laughs> basically, so basically, there's these toads that live in this desert. Yeah. And they excrete this little white liquid on their on their yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah. And Homer Simpson and if, licked the toad. <laughs> oh, did he? <laughs> and uh, yeah. if 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 an animal bites this toad, it's mm. in his mouth. Yeah, uh, it it kills the animal straight away. Wow, my and, goodness. And what what we humans have learned is if if this toad, this um, this this liquid, it hardens and turns into like a crystal. Mm. then it flakes off the toad. And yeah. if you pick it up, these crystals and powder them and then put, put them in your vape machine and, uh, and then smoke them, they give you, they're known as the, the God particle. So DMT is known as a spirit molecule and Bufo is known as the God particle. And it literally makes you, you become God. <laughs> for about for about for about 30 minutes you are god so don't That's break the universe uh yeah well <laughs> it, 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 it's the most beautiful experience you can i have. bet i bet it's it's it literally it's so powerful you there's no uh, there's no lag time it literally within seconds takes you straight up mm. and there's there's no resistance you go straight up boom um and wow. And it, it's it's like um, the best way to describe it would be like it's like you imagine you're a, a newborn baby, okay. and you're being create and you're being cradled by your mother. I get it. It's like that. Oh, okay. It's just that kind of feeling. Wow. It's literally you. So you that's become, what God feels like all the time. Yes. Just like that's right. <laughs> happy cradled baby. <laughs> yes. <It's, laughs> it, 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 we may be in good it, hands. It, it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Once you experience that, you are in good hands. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's the most beautiful experience it's possible to have. Yeah. It, while, when I was in this, for me, the whole trip lasted two hours. Okay. And um, for me, it was like the most perfect love, the most perfect joy, the most perfect um, mm. happiness, the most perfect uh, everything. You know, all the wow. beautiful states? Mm. 
it, it was like they were at the most perfect level, all of them. Wow. That's awesome. And it's, 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 yeah, I know, right? It's <laughs> like, I remember being up there and I'm going, how is this possible? How am I experiencing this? How is this even yeah, possible? Yeah, it's, it's like hard to yeah. get back into your body at that point, I would imagine. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you but come it, back down and you're like, what, what the hell? I don't want to be here. Back? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything hurts. Yeah. It's heavy. Uh. <laughs> well, I had a shaman and the trips are only supposed to last half an hour. So after half an hour, the shaman starts slapping me okay. um, to bring to, to bring me out. Sure. And I'm still up there and yeah. I don't want to come down. Sure. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't leaving here. No. And so I'm I, good. So Leave I, me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I ignore his slaps and then he starts slapping me harder. Mm. And so I managed to do a thumbs up. Um, without breaking the the you know without me coming down sure and so so then he leads me in there for a while longer oh nice uh, but it was beautiful I mean like if you if, it's like um, how can I describe it it's like making love to the most beautiful woman in the world right fifty times you know like fifty yeah, times yeah, yeah. yeah more powerful yeah. than making love to the most beautiful woman in the world it's like, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever have you ever read the book uh the series uh dune oh yes i have yes you know how like yes. the benny jesuit uh, i don't know if i'm saying that right but you know paula um, trady's mother she was uh yes. she was like uh she was in an order and it was she was like wore robes and they were very into biohacking so to speak yes if you read the book you that. get a lot of the details right yeah of like yeah because they, they took that they took that yeah go ahead they sorry they could take because they were taking that um that that substance they that were they were mining spice yeah yeah spice yeah right right so they were they were basically i they they were just taking bufo <laughs> maybe um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they they would talk about these like um they would use their, you know, all their different prowess. But I remember one of these, uh, I guess, practitioners, right? They would focus mm. on seducing leaders, right? So because they could, you know, just put people, yeah. you know, <laughs> there, what you were just describing. Yeah. It's like making love with the most beautiful, you know, 50 of the most beautiful women, 150 times yeah. or whatever, right? It's like, yeah. once you go there that guy likes you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, we've gone a little over time, so we should probably yeah. start wrapping up, but come yep. back anytime because this has been a blast. I, I want to get more Joe Baines and, and you should start doing some sort of like legal version where I can go and do some of these practices where, it's, yeah, it's, we're, we're, England is a quite England is quite draconian when it comes to psychedelics. So gotcha. they have very yeah. here too. Very um So backward. I'll meet you in South America somewhere. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> excellent. So talk yeah. a little bit about how people can best get in touch with Joe Baines. So I'm biohacker health coach. Uh, you'll right. find me on YouTube, just Joe Baines on YouTube. Uh, Joe Baines, Joe Baines on uh, Facebook. Um, you're just Joe Baines everywhere. So if just type in Joe Baines comedy as well. Okay. Hashtag um, on Google, you'll find me. So um, Joe is spelled the traditional way of J O E. Yes, yeah, J O E, 
Bain, B-A-I-N-S. Perfect. Uh, Baines is actually an old English name. Okay. Um, it's like Joe Baines is like the most British name you can get. Hey, I'm Jeff Smith, right? So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> we hide in plain sight, and yeah, you, you see much that is hidden, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, okay, but, uh, well, you have a good yeah. day, and thanks for hanging out with me. And uh, yeah. well, before you end your day, send me another email and tell me when you want to be on the show again because I had a blast. Yep. All right, brilliant. <laughs> I will do. I will do. Okay, take care, Joe. All right. Thank you very much for that. All right. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double E-R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer. Vroom Vroom Veer.